Welcome to this evening's episode. It is February 12th, 2022, and it is 1825 over here, Mountain Time, Arizona. If you don't know military time, it's 625 p.m. Now, this is going to be episode five. Uh, there's going to be, I'm also doing an episode six right after this, but there's going to be like, uh, kind of like four separate ones. So you're going to have episode five, part one, and then episode five, part two is going to drop later. And then episode six, part one, episode six, part two. So right now this is episode five, part one. And what we're going to be talking about mainly in this episode is the National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin that uh, the Department of Homeland Security, the DHS, uh, issued on February 7th of this year. So we're going to just kind of run down. It's pretty quick. It's only about like four or five paragraphs of the summary of the terrorism threat to the U.S. homeland, or what they deem now as the terrorist threat. So, and here's another reason why I'm kind of concerned with this, because this is pretty kind of like the same thing as, as I read it, I was like, this isn't, how is this any different than the executive order that was put out uh, by by FDR during the during the World War II with the Japanese Americans, where an executive order came out because they deemed any Japanese American that was pretty much living on the West Coast, um, California, Arizona, Washington, Nevada, um, they were deemed as a terror threat. After obviously um, the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, and during that time, after that executive order went out, anybody who was a Japanese American, they they lost their business, their whole their businesses were shut down, and they their homes were lost, everything everything was gone except whatever they could bring in suitcases. And they were taken off to camps, mainly in Utah. And when it was all over, thousands of them, when they got back to their original home, they didn't have a home. They didn't have a place of business. So the government basically fucked them. Fucked them hard. Because they're a terror threat. Now, you saw the same thing again. uh, With kind of like with... um, Hurricane Katrina, when that happened, when uh, Louisiana went door to door and took all the guns away, um, the military went in and did that, and they never returned the guns back to the to the owners. And then you kind of saw it again with um, after 9-11 with the Patriot Act. And which, if you know where the real ID came from, the real ID that is being pushed out right now, where if you don't have it by 
May or March, I believe, uh, 2023 next year, you can't fly or go to any federal building if you don't have the real ID. Um, that stems from the Patriot Act. Uh, so you can thank that for when you go pay $40 to get a real ID. Now, this is concerning when I read it because it's they're changing it, the threat basically making anybody who's anti-COVID uh, mandate, whether it's the vaccine mandate, whether it's the mask mandate, anybody who like protests, anybody who, any parent who goes to school board and complains about, um, you know, a critical race theory, mask on their children, um, anything like the, I, anything that's against the government, anti-government, uh, anti-Biden administration, anybody who believes that the election was a fraud and Biden is not the real president. They have now deemed you, if you believe in all that, as a terror threat, legitimately. So and if you don't believe me, then you can continue on listening and I'll read it for you. So summary of terrorism threat to the U.S. homeland. I'm reading this. This is directly from the Department of Homeland Security uh, website. You can click on it and go click on their bulletin and you can read the exact thing, same thing I'm reading here. The United States remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors, including an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis, dis, and malinformation. In other words, MDM. Introduced and or amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors. These threat actors seek to exaggerate societal friction to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence. While the conditions underlying the heightened threat landscape have not significantly changed over the last year, the convergence of the following factors has increased the the volatility and unpredictability and complexity of the threat environment. One, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives, which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. So, let me read that other, the, the, the very beginning of that again. A threat environment fueled by several factors. Online environment, social media, podcasting, whatever it is, anything you do online as far as spreading information, filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis, dis, or malinformation introduced and or amplified by foreign or domestic threat actors. So the, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. So, basically, Alex Jones, terror threat. Joe Rogan, terror threat. Um, any scientist, 
doctor uh, that comes out and is and is against the COVID vaccine or has any disagreement with it. You know, Donald Trump, terror threat. Um, anybody who believes that Joe Biden, anybody, basically conspiracy theory, you could throw that around. What What's really crazy is that Black Lives Matter is not on here. That's odd. Because Black Lives Matter organization costed billions in damage during 2020, the summer of 2020. Billions in damage. They've actually actually killed people. They used coercion and threats against people's lives to get what they needed to get done. That's, that's called terrorism. Um, and they're not on here, which is odd, because they are a domestic terrorist organization. They're violent extremists. Um, but then again, maybe not. I mean, in today's society, if, if you're black, if you're gay, basically if you're anything other than white and straight, um, you can be a fucking pedophile. You can fuck kids. You can kill somebody. You can steal, rape, and, and you're okay. Um, but God forbid if you're a straight and white, I mean, if you fart in the wrong direction, you're fucked. Um, and that actually also goes, it's, it's actually really, if you can kind of sum it up, it's really just conservatism because any black person or Hispanic or a gay person that's conserv- that identifies as conservative uh, politically, um, they're a domestic terrorist as well because they're going against the narrative. Uh, continuing on here. Key factors contributing to the current heightened threat environment include the proliferation of false or misleading narratives. Uh, I kind of read the same, that's kind of the same thing. Uh, for example, there is widespread online proliferation of false or misleading narratives regarding unsubstantiated widespread election fraud and COVID-19. Grievances associated with these themes inspired violent extreme, extremist acts during 2021. They're talking about January 6th. So, um, again, if you're if, if you don't think Biden actually won the election if you don't like putting on a mask or if you haven't gotten your your COVID vaccine yet, um, you're, an, you're a violent extremist who probably was involved in January 6th, even if you weren't. Uh, continuing, foreign powers have and continue to amplify these false or misleading narratives and efforts to damage the United States as COVID-19 restrictions continue to decrease nationwide Increased access to commercial and government facilities and the rising number of mass gatherings could provide increased opportunities for individuals looking to commit acts of violence to do so, often with little or no, or no warning. Meanwhile, COVID-19 mitigation measures, particularly COVID-19 vaccine and mass mandates, have been used by domestic violent extremists to justify violence since 2020 and could continue to inspire these extremists to target government health care and academy academic institutions that they associate with those measures. Domestic violent extremists have also viewed attacks against U.S. critical infrastructure as means to create chaos and advance ideological goals. 
and have recently aspired to disrupt U.S. electric and communications critical infrastructure, including by spreading false and misleading narratives about 5G cellular technology. Now, when I get to the part two, episode five, that's going to be extremely important. Um, the how they put in uh, tax against U.S. critical infrastructure, um, you know, electrical grids, uh, blocking highways, um, blocking access to food and goods, all that's all, everything that Black Lives Matter did. Um, you cannot do. Uh, some domestic violent extremists have continued to advocate for violence in response to false or misleading narratives about un unsubstantiated election fraud. The months preceding the upcoming 22 midterm elections could provide additional opportunities for these extremists and other individuals to call for violence directed at a democratic institutions, political candidates, party offices, and election events, and election workers. Um a small number of threat actors are attempting to use the evacuation and resettlement of Afghan nationals following the U.S. military withdrawal from Afghanistan last year as means to exacerbate exact long-standing grievances and justify attacks against immigrants. <sighs> right. I mean, the, you mean the immigrants that the U.S. military is... by the Biden administration is literally bringing over. Um, so, uh, you, so there you go. So whether it's Afghanistan immigrants, Hispanic immigrants, it doesn't matter, any immigrant, um, you can't say anything bad about immigrants now or you're a terror threat. Um, if you're basically, if you're a conservative, once these 22 midterm elections start, um, you you are a domestic terrorist. Um, and then they put a little piece in, how can you help? Stay informed and prepared. Keep yourself safe online and maintain digital and media literacy and to recognize and build resilience to false or misleading narratives. Do your part to stop the spread of rumors by doing three easy things. Find trusted sources of information. Share information from trusted, trusted sources. Discourage others from sharing information from unverified sources. Uh, define trusted sources. Look for information from official public health and safety authorities. Visit the CDC page to find many official sources. Um, check your state or local government or emergency management websites. So basically, um, George Orwell, 1984. Uh, if you want any verified source, uh, trusted source of information... Uh, the government has it for you. Yeah. And only, only the government. So there you go, folks. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security, as of February 7th, 2022, at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, says that you are a domestic terrorist. Uh, if you don't um, take your vaccine and if you don't, mask up and, and if you don't see Joe Biden as your Lord and Savior so uh, we're gonna that's gonna do it for episode 5 part 1 um, episode 2 
is going to uh, episode five. Sorry, episode five, part two is going to be more on uh, kind of the same thing, um, just with different things happening across the country and the world. So we're getting a little bit. We're getting a little bit of China and um, what's going on with Russia as well. Some new updates with that. So end of episode five, part one, and look for episode part five. Episode five, part two.